Your theme is the child Jesus increased. We'll see how he increased in stature and in wisdom and in favor. First, we see that Jesus had to increase in stature. And if you look at Luke 2, verse 40, it says, And the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. So here it says a child grew. That means he grew physically. He grew taller. He grew bigger. And that happens naturally when you eat. Right, children? If you're healthy and you eat enough, you will grow naturally. Same thing happens with the flowers in the fields. They, they grow up. And you also have to grow from when you were a baby to now when you're a child to when you'll be an adult. And the same thing for the Lord Jesus. He had to grow from a baby to a boy to an adult. But then if we look at our text in verse 52, it says, And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. So what does it mean then to increase? Because to increase here, it means more than just growing naturally. It means to advance. Children, if you put effort in at school and you do well on your test, your exams, and you pass your test, and, and then you're allowed to go to the next grade. You advance to the next grade. But you know that's hard work. It takes hard work to finish your school and pass. But in verse 40, it says that the child Jesus grew and became strong in spirit. And so again, how do you become strong, children? When you think of your muscles you have to exercise. You have to work hard. And if you exercise your muscles daily, they will grow strong. If you never exercise and you just eat, you'll, you'll grow, but you'll not necessarily grow much stronger. But here it says that Jesus became strong in spirit. He exercised and he practiced and he worked at this. But in our text, in verse 52, it says that Jesus increased in stature. Now, here's a question. How do you increase in stature? Because stature doesn't just mean your height. Because you can try all you want. You'll, you cannot make yourself one inch taller. So stature doesn't just mean your height or how big you are. And so to increase in stature, that means to increase in maturity. Some children are known to behave very well for their age. But sometimes there's adults who do not act mature for their age. They almost act like children. You say they're very immature. And in 1 Samuel 2, verse 26, it says that when Samuel the prophet was a child, he grew in stature and in favor with the Lord and men. So he grew, he increased in maturity and was in favor with the Lord. And now Luke is telling us that the Lord Jesus also had to advance in stature. He had to advance in maturity. And he became strong in the spirit, verse 40 says. So children, what does this teach us? It teaches us that we can and that we must grow in maturity. And it also shows that we have to work at this. 
You can grow naturally, naturally like a flower when you eat, but you'll not become much more mature just by eating. Paul tells us too in 1 Corinthians 13 that when you grow up, you need to put away childish, childish things. We must increase in maturity as we grow older. And so what this teaches us, children, is that Jesus also was fully human like we are. And that's important. Hebrews 2 verse 17 says that in all things, Jesus had to be made like his brethren. Jesus had to be made like you and me, a full human. And Jesus had to increase in maturity through his whole life. The Lord Jesus had to start in this world like we did. He was born as a baby. He had to become a young boy. He was initially dependent on his mother, and then he grew taller. He grew stronger naturally, but then he also had to grow in maturity. He had to learn to speak and to read. He had to learn to help his parents around the home. Then he had to learn how to work in the shop with his dad in the carpentry. He had to mature. And so at every age that the Lord Jesus was, he had to He had to maximize his maturity. He advanced as much as is humanly possible for his age. And we know the Bible does not teach us too much about the childhood of Jesus. But we read here in verse 42 that when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. So as soon as the Lord Jesus was old enough, He went to the temple to learn. Remember that Jesus was fully human. He could not go there when he was four. He was not mature enough. He had to, he had to, he was still too young. So he had to increase in maturity before he could go to the temple. But this also shows that when he was 12, he was mature for his age. He wanted to learn the doctrines of scripture. Because in verse 46, it says that he was listening to the teachers and he was asking them questions. He was learning. So do you also want to learn, children, when you go to church, when you go to Sunday school or in school? Do you ask questions to to learn more? Because Jesus had to learn it all as well. Even though we know that he was God as, as a human He did not know everything. He had to learn it. And even when he was an adult, there were things that he did not know. Because he said himself that no one knows when he will return in the clouds of heaven, except his Father that is in heaven. So do you see how important it is, children, that we grow in maturity every day? And if Jesus himself had to advance in maturity, how much more important is it for us also to work at advancing in maturity. Because then secondly, we see in in Luke 52, or 2 verse 52, that Jesus increased in wisdom. So how did Jesus increase in wisdom? If we again look at verse 40, it says, Jesus became strong in the spirit, filled with wisdom. And there that word filled with wisdom It means becoming filled. This was a daily process. Jesus grew and matured every day, but he was also being filled with wisdom every day. 
And so he increased in wisdom. And we also need to increase. Or if we, that, that word means advance. We need to advance in wisdom. So then the question is, what is wisdom? So when we learn from our teachers, or when we learn from, from our parents or by reading, we gain information and we gain knowledge. But the question is, what do we use that knowledge for? How do we use that knowledge? Because wisdom is more than just obtaining knowledge. Wisdom is learning how to use that knowledge in the best way possible. And so how did Jesus then increase or advance in in that wisdom to use that knowledge? Well, it's very interesting to see what Jesus is doing between verse 40 where it says that he was being filled with wisdom and verse 52 where it says that he is advancing in wisdom. What's he doing between those two points of being filled and advancing in wisdom? Well, right in the middle in verse 46 His parents found him sitting in the temple, listening to the teachers, asking them questions. And so Jesus was learning from the teachers, and he was learning how to use this information. Because Jesus was the one himself who said that the person who hears God's word and does it is like the wise man who built his house on the rock. But the foolish man is the one who hears God's word and he learns it, but he doesn't do it. He's the one who builds his house on the sand. So advancing in wisdom is hard work. It's like digging down to the rock to build your foundation on. And so children, we need to learn from our parents and our teachers And we need to ask the questions of what does this mean and how do we use it? And we have to do that hard work of learning how to use this in our lives. And when you're young, it's the best time to learn. That's when your mind is the most able to understand and to take in all that information and learn how to use it in the best way. That's the best time to learn good habits and prevent yourself from learning bad habits. But there's another question, that's where does this wisdom come from? Because we read of another man. You remember Saul of Tarsus? He said himself in Galatians 1, verse 14, that when he was a Pharisee, he advanced in learning in Judaism. He he passed all the other students He learned more than all the other students in in the school. He knew the Bible the best of all the other students. But what do we read? He persecuted the church. So he was not doing the will of God. He was not obeying God. And so we can know the whole Bible. We can learn the whole Bible. But we might not still have true spiritual wisdom. And so the Bible tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And if you look at verse 40 again, it says, The child grew, became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. And that's what we need, children. We need the grace and the Holy Spirit 
of God. When Paul, when Saul was converted, then he learned true wisdom. Then he learned to understand what the Bible meant. Then he learned to understand who the Lord Jesus was. And then he learned to understand what his sin was. And we need that grace of God to fear God properly. That is the beginning of wisdom. And that begins, wisdom begins by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, believing the word of God. And then the increasing in wisdom, the advancing in wisdom, comes through obedience of God's word, out of love for God's word. And that's how Jesus advanced in wisdom, by obedience to God's word. That's what he had to learn. Jesus had to learn to obey God in everything. And so when he was 12 years old, he was sitting with the teachers in the temple learning about God. When it seems that most 12-year-olds want to run around and play, here Jesus found a place in the temple where he could learn more about God and more about how he had to live. And so when you grow in wisdom, you will also grow in maturity. And you'll be able to see that by the choices you make. Your parents will be able to see by what you do and what decisions you make. If you're growing in maturity and wisdom. Because then we'll learn more about our own sin. We'll learn more about who God is and what God is and what he requires from us. And then you also want to make wiser choices to please God. To obey God. And if Jesus had to learn the Bible, how much more do we need to learn the Bible and study it? How much more do we need to learn who God is? So do you study your Bible every day, children and young people? Do you read your Bible every morning, every night? Or adults, do you read your Bibles daily? But Jesus also had to learn to obey his parents. He knew that doing God's will meant obeying his parents. He knew the word said, children, honor your father and your mother. And children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And after his parents found him in the temple, in verse 51, it says, Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth, and was subject to them. That means he was obedient to his parents. So Jesus was also growing in his obedience. Every time his parents asked him something, every time his parents told him to do something, it was like a test to him. Would he obey or would he disobey? And children, every time your parents ask you something, it's a test. Are you going to obey your parents? Or are you going to disobey your parents? Are you passing this test? Or are you failing this test? Are you increasing and advancing in wisdom? Because how you obey your parents shows you how you are obeying God. And when we talk about obeying our parents, what does that mean? Because obedience must be complete obedience. If we only obey half of what they said, that we're not obeying. Obedience must be immediately. If they say, I don't want to do it now, but your mother said do it now, that that's not obeying, that's disobedience. And it must be willing, willingly from the heart. 
If you do it, but your heart is grumbling, saying, I don't want to do this, that, that's not obedience. That's still disobedience, even though you're doing what you've been told. And so we must advance in obedience. We must have the mind of Christ, the Bible says. And he was perfectly obedient to his Father in heaven. But then also the Lord Jesus advanced in wisdom by saying no to sin. In Hebrews 4 verse 15, it says that Jesus was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. Jesus was faced with all the temptations of his day. The temptations to sin. And Jesus had to learn to obey God in his word. You can think... It might have been snacks on the table. If Jesus saw those and his parents said, you're not allowed to have them, he had to, he had to remember, you must not steal. When other children teased him, he had to remember and, and obey Psalm 34 that says, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking guile. If other boys wanted to fight with him, he knew that Psalm 34 says, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. And Jesus had to learn how to respond in the right way. But Proverbs 15 says that a soft answer turns away wrath. And so children, do you see how important it is to memorize the Bible? So that when you're faced with a temptation, you can learn to say like Jesus did and to remember those texts how to tell you how to react and how to say no to sin. And so God teaches True wisdom. And his word also says that a wise son makes a glad father. And we know that God the Father was very well pleased with his son. So Jesus is that wisdom of God. And when we find the Lord Jesus, we find that wisdom of God. But then Proverbs 8, verse 35 says... Whosoever finds me, that's speaking about wisdom, whoever finds wisdom, finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. And that's the third thing we will see here. Because it also says that Jesus increased in favor with God and man. So again, we can ask, how do you increase in favor with God and man? We know that Jesus obtained favor with God. Because when he was baptized, his father said, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And so Jesus increased in favor. That means he advanced. Every day he learned, he received more of the loving kindness of God and the friendliness of the people around him. And so this again shows us that Jesus was fully human. Because we know that as God, he could never increase in favor with God. Because God never changes. But as a person, as a person, the Lord Jesus increased in favor with God. And that's important for us to realize because it also means that we must increase in favor with God and man. Samuel himself, Samuel also in 1 Samuel 2 verse 26 says, increased in favor with God and man. But the Lord Jesus, he, he earned this favor because he obeyed perfectly. Jesus had no sin. But our hearts, children, you know, are full of sin. 
We cannot earn God's favor by obeying perfectly because we have already sinned. And we're born with a sinful heart. And if we still have that same sinful heart today that we were born with, then we're not in the favor of God. Then, then instead of wanting to obey God, our heart is really rebelling against God. And then if we're honest with our heart, to see what our heart says, our hearts want to run away from God, our hearts want to run away from obeying God. And then we're not in the favor of God, but then we're in the disfavor. In, in, in truth, God's wrath is upon us. And so how do we increase in the favor of God? We cannot earn God's favor because we cannot live without sin ever. And we cannot erase what we've done in the past. But Scripture says we can receive God's favor for free. The word favor is similar to the word grace that is used in verse 40. The grace of God was upon the Lord Jesus. So God freely gives his grace and favor. Here Jesus, it says Jesus had the full amount of God's favor and accordingly it, it, it increased every day. And so for us children, both the finding favor and the increasing in favor comes from God. So why did the Lord Jesus come into this world? Do you remember what Matthew 1.21 says? They shall call his name Jesus, for they shall, for he shall save his people from their sins. How would he do that? Well, he came into this world to live a perfect life, to live a perfectly obedient life. And he was obedient even unto death. He died on the cross being obedient to his father to pay for the sins of his people. So we cannot find favor with God by just trying to do better because we know we fail every day. But we can find favor with God by repenting of our sin and believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believing that he obeyed for us where we could not believing that he washes away your sins believing that he came down from heaven to pay for your sins and your disobedience and when you trust in the lord jesus christ your sins and your disobedience is covered by his perfect righteousness and then god sees you in the perfect righteousness of christ then God sees you as if you had always obeyed perfectly in everything. Then you have the favor of God upon you. Then you can receive the same favor of God that the Lord Jesus had and that Samuel had. And so the question today for you, even children, is have you trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ? Have you trusted in him to wash away all your sins and to find favor with God only through Jesus Christ? That's finding favor with God. But then it also says that Jesus increased or advanced in favor with God. So as you increase in wisdom and as you increase in maturity, you also increase in favor with God. And when God saves you, he gives his Holy Spirit. 
He plants His Holy Spirit in your heart. And that Spirit teaches you and enables you to begin obeying His Word in truth. And so you advance in favor with God by faith in Jesus and by obeying His commandments with the grace of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said in John 14 that he who has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me, and he who loves me shall be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest, reveal myself to him. And so by the work of the Holy Spirit, you can advance in favor every day by obeying God and your parents and saying no to sin. Do you do that? Do you want the favor of God, children? Because God, Jesus asked, do you love me? Do you love my commandments and my word? Or maybe when you think about this, you, you might be sad in your heart. You might be discouraged and say, yes, I believe I love God, and yet I cannot obey perfectly. Because every day I do so many things wrong. I I disobey my parents so much. I don't love my brothers or sisters as much as I should. I'm not good enough. Does that make you sad, children? Well, then the the Bible teaches us to to pray for that faith, to believe, to, to, to rest in the Lord Jesus Christ, to see, to look at what He has done, that He has perfectly obeyed, and to pray for the Holy Spirit to enable you, to help you, to, and to give you that grace to obey God. And God will give it. And so we see that by the grace of God and by His Holy Spirit that He gives all His people, you too, just like the, the person of the Lord Jesus, you too can increase in wisdom and in stature or maturity and in favor with God and people. Amen.